You're making one right decision today. You're listening to Handcuffs and Sage. Three badass moms bringing you all the true crime and paranormal your heart desires. I'm Red. I'm Timo. I'm Dre. And don't let your kids listen. Seriously, just don't. Hey, it's Handcuffs and Sage! Woo! What? This is Red. Hey, this is Timo. Hey, this is Dre. All right, this is our Down the Rabbit Hole episode. It's been a hot second. Yay, yeah, and it's October 1st, the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, <laughs> I love it. It just feels different today. So then it just right. feels magical. It's in the air. I feel it. Yes. My Hall- Halloween decorations are out, and I'm working on more stuff for the yard. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I got pumpkin spice coffee every morning. Ooh. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, when everybody hears this, though, it will be uh, October 2nd. But hey, we're recording late this time. I know. Yeah. We're, we're but why? Why? Place. Tell us, Red. Why did we? Oh, why are we recording yeah. late? It's for a good oh. reason. Because your baby's home. My mm-hmm. baby is home. Oh my gosh. When I first saw her, I hugged her and I did not want to let go. And we started crying. Aww. You know, you, you, uh, it felt so good to hold her. It felt so, so good. So, you know, you guys are the best and you're always so patient with me, you know? And so we had to put it off recording for a, a day because she, you know, really needed to catch up and spend time. And it's just so nice to hear about what's going on with her, but then also just having her in the home again. It just feels so good. I just love it. I just love it. You guys are complete. Yes, it feels like we're complete. And when she's not here, there's always that missing feeling. And it was Mm -hmm. funny because yesterday, you know, she was like, you're making it feel like a bed and breakfast. Like you're going above (laughs) and beyond for every little thing I want. She's like, just, you know, just be like you normally are. There's no oh. normal anymore. This is good, though. Yeah. Yes. I just want to take care of my baby and just, you know, mm-hmm. lo- love her up a bit. And she did a new artwork for us. We posted that. I was going to say that artwork. How about that artwork? We love it. Isn't it it's cute? So cute. Yeah, it's it is super so cute. cute. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want it on t-shirts. I want it on coffee mugs. <laughs> let's, let's get it out there. It's so cute. We posted it on Instagram and Facebook. Let us know what you think. I love it. I you know what? I do have one suggestion, though. Oh, okay. Can she change my hair color? Ah, I knew it! Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll let the artist know. All right. Yes. Cool. Oh, how cool. long are you keeping it teal? Um, for a while. Forever. Yeah, forever oh. and ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to keep it teal, but then I think I might do, like, the roots, like a darker blue. Mm-hmm. I like the teal. Like that, like that midnight it's blue. Really yeah, cool. I mean, I've gotten so many like rando off the street, um, com- you know, like compliments. <laughs> so <laughs> that's who. I, that's who I see. I don't see anybody I know. It's basically like the you know like the grocery store people or whoever you know. So and then mm-hmm. and then I forget because I'm not looking at my head the whole time. <laughs> You're like, why are you looking I, at me? I'm like, yeah. What's what? Why are they looking? Why at Why do me? you want me so bad? <laughs> you know, here like these colors aren't like weird at this time and place you know like it's normal for everybody but people still look do look at me so I'm the like, color is okay. popping girl it's popping. Oh, yeah. it's hot you're, you're just killing it in the color keep it cool i like it cool cool um so this is our our down the rabbit hole episode we haven't done one in a while but we've been covering ancient aliens right. which i love I love it's all so much fun. Aliens. It's so much fun. <laughs> yes. Because there's always so many theories, um, so many ideas of, of what could be. So it's just a way to use your imagination, be creative, you know, think outside the box. And I really enjoy things like that. I really dig mm-hmm. it. And when we were talking about topics, um, of course, Stonehenge came up. And this is a fun one. It's just it's really it's fun. old school. It's fun a lot of people have heard about Stonehenge of course oh, yeah but a lot of people haven't done like a deep dive in the history no. of uh-uh. Stonehenge right right, right. uh-huh basically all they know it's just like a big circle of 
rock standing up in England that might be something about aliens or something. That's basically <laughs> what I thought. You know, that's what I've learned about it. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. I was going to do like a horrible Cockney accent because oh. Stonehenge is in England. Yes. Ready? <laughs> yes. Go for it. <laughs> Now I'm on the spot. Oh my god! <laughs> well, like all the podcasts that I listened to on this, it was yes. all with this accent, and I was like, "Yeah, oh. they I were all talking. English." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, in my head, I can do accents amazingly, but out in person, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but like my notes were like <laughs> in this accent, like a British accent. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. Okay, so uh, what I have in my mind, and let's see how how it goes, is. Uh, we got the Stonehenge, eh? We got the Stonehenge monument, and nobody has dead. And we've got it because ancient aliens have come and given us all sorts of fun ideas here in England that none of you blubbers get. <laughs> you know, something like that. That's a Cockney. Cockney you know, with a Cockney. little bit of Southern and a little bit of Australia. Yeah, and a little bit of Australia in there. Yeah. Which is so yeah. weird. Why would I mix all of these up? It's so odd. <laughs> When you said swords, I'm like, oh, <laughs> the Southern Belle came out in there. And yep, like yep, so funny. I can't help but do a Southern Belle, right? Everything <laughs> yeah. I do. I always I, thought it was funny in every time they said Stonehenge. Okay, so we're from America and we say Stonehenge yeah. and they say Stonehenge. Yeah, they, like, they, they say it different. Their accent is on the second syllable where ours yes. is on the first. And it's with every word they say. So it's like Stonehenge. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, it's, oh. Stonehenge. it's a different place, <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about it. I dig it. Okay, so do you guys want to start off? Let's talk about some fun things about Stonehenge. We're, we're going right into the fun things, or, or are we going to talk about the history first here? Ooh, I love history. I, I have so much fun stuff that I found, you guys. I, like, yes. searched for like hours and hours on the internet and on the YouTube, mm. the, the YouTube. I've heard of YouTube. <laughs> I've heard go. of it. I, I'll check it out sometime. Yeah. Um, Dre, why don't you start us off with some, some fun facts and then we can talk about, so, you know, fun theories, ideas. Yeah. What have All you. Right. So some fun facts. All right. It is um, about... 400, I'm sorry, 4,500 years old, right? So, so old, this is like so old. way older than us. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> way, way. It's I like feel old, but... as 2,500 BC. Right, yeah. so they Not consider it prehistoric, which Not is bananas really. to me, prehistoric. Yeah. It's like, what? That's like dinosaurs, you right. guys. Right, prehistoric. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There are over 100 uh, stones, um, built that are called um what are they sarsen sarsen stones sarsen stones sarsens are the out are, are the inner ones and the uh -huh. blue stones right. are the outer ones and right? the, the, the smaller ones the smaller ones yeah on the other way the other way around yeah the blue stones are small and they what it's funny because they're not really blue unless you look real closely and they have a little blue tint to them and fun fact if they get rained on they do turn a blue yeah. hue that's uh -huh. really cool. Or if you, or if you like cut awesome. them, if you break them in half or right. whatever, they're, they're yeah. blue on the inside, which is, which is crazy. Yeah. I would love so some blue stones for my, my yard. Maybe I, I should get them Imagine. aliens to bring some over. That would yeah. be great. Tell them to like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Over there. A couple feet over. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Move it, move it. Mm -hmm. please, I love please. it. Thank Everyone's mm -hmm. getting blue stones. It's so hot right now. I love it. Yes. So the other cool thing um, is much like, um, I'm so, well, what did we do last time? Um, non Nanmadal. Yeah. Much like that, they weigh tons. So average is um, about 21 tons. The largest one weighs 36 tons. And they're about 21 feet high. They said it was like 10 meters high or something like that. Everything's in meters. Meters and pounds, baby. Yeah, yeah. meters and pounds. <laughs> yeah. So really huge, gigantic, and the smallest blue stones that they keep calling the small ones are a mere two to five tons. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. I can pick it oh, up. I can move it. Don't worry. Let's, let's yeah. move it. So how the hell? That's like an elephant. That's, that's the, an elephant. The small yeah. ones are yeah. like the weight of an elephant, like a big African elephant. Yeah. So it's so super cool is that the way that they line up is that every um, like midsummer solstice and uh, midwinter solstice, the sun shines right through them perfectly aligned. And um, it's like this huge thing. So I love thousands it. of people come to, to visit and they spend their solstice there. It's the only place in the world where these things align. Like sometimes you can get like um, midsummer solstice in one part of the world or a midwinter solstice, but you'll never get them both in the same location. And so that's why this, this is such a special place. And it's intriguing that they were able to set this up because this is really coming from um, a culture that didn't have written word, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you think about that, what they were able to do, this is where the ancient aliens idea comes into play, right? Mm -hmm. How are they able to put this all together when um, we don't have a lot of information about their, their culture? Or, you know, again, written words. So I think it's mm -hmm. so fantastic. Do you have any other fun facts for us, Dre? Not off the top of my head. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I love how it. about, I love that it's located in Salisbury. Salisbury. Salisbury Plain, which is eight miles north of Wiltshire, England. Um, I, I've been to England, but I didn't go that way whichever way it is from London. Um, it was just way, like way too many like miles and hours of travel. So that was kind of like a bum, bummer, but someday, someday I'll go, I'll go and Oh, this is a it. bucket list item for oh, me yeah. for sure. I think this is on mm -hmm. a lot of people's bucket list just to be able to go and, and see it. But there's a lot of reasons why people actually, you know, also like to go there too. Like they believe that they could be like a healing place. They're healing right. stones, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff on that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, the question is like, what is it? Like they say, is it a cemetery? Is it a healing um, area? Some, what is it on Transformers? They were saying it was like uh, Mother Earth's belly button or something crazy like that. <laughs> like some ridiculous thing. I freaking love it. I have some fun facts. I do have some fun facts. So I want to share with everybody. Um, something that I, I love about America is 54% of Americans believe in extraterrestrial life. And mm -hmm. I, I'm definitely included in that, right? I don't know when that was taken, looked into, but maybe because, you know, that film of the UFO that came out recently, maybe that has gone up a little bit. I don't know. But a lot of us believe in aliens, right? Or something that is there that we don't know a lot about. So it's really interesting to look into Stonehenge and kind of see what the history is and facts about it. And so I found some kind of off the wall facts, just, you know, for fun, for us to talk about. Um, so Stonehenge was actually sold at auction back in 1950 for $6,600 pounds. So I thought this was really interesting that a place like this was able to have the land owned by somebody and then sold at auction. Um, so at the time, it would be the same as like 600,000 pounds today, which what is 600,000 pounds uh, US? About a million. I, don't, I don't know. It's about I a didn't million. Know. I know. Let's say it <laughs> a Billion dollars. No. How much is six hundred thousand pounds in U.S.? About a million, I'd say. So the exchange? No, no, no. It's really cheap. So the history on this really fun, fun fact is that the um, the person who bought it at auction was actually set to go out and purchase uh, dining chairs for his wife. Yes. So he he like I don't know if it was an accident and he was. like scratched his nose on accident, you know, but. He bought Stonehenge, or he didn't. Maybe, maybe the the dining chairs were called Stonehenge. Did you so imagine he, him going home to his wife and saying, "Honey, don't get mad. Everything's fine. I bought an ancient monument. You're gonna love right? it. Right? Yeah. It's healing. Yeah. So, <laughs> the current conversion for sixty six um, 
hundred pounds. Is it sixty six thousand or sixty six hundred that you purchased? Sixty six hundred. Right. Hundred. So the pound is like one point thirty two cents um, is the exchange rate. So mm -hmm. you bought it for six thousand dollars, probably about no. seven thousand. But in today's time, it's about six hundred thousand pounds, which is about a million USD. Oh. So oh. in today's time. It would be time. about it would be about a million dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, I okay, gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's yes. what I was saying. Yes, yes, so yes. I wanted to go back to when you said that it was privately owned uh, for so 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 many years. Um, the the owner of the land. This is funny. His name was Sir Edmund Antrobus, and he, the British government, like wanted the wanted the land, and he just resisted right. the shit out of it. He's like, nope. You're not going to get it. You're he not going to get it. I do what I want. It's right? my land. Exactly. Okay. So then when he died, his son, um, his son got it. And then what did this little dick do? This little dick decided he's going to put a fence around the whole monument and charge people an entrance ticket to go and see it. So mm -hmm. uh, for thousands or hundreds of years, people could just wander right on and be like, oh, I'm at Stonehenge. And now it was like, nope, you have to pay to actually get in to see this like historical right. um, monument. And then while this was going on, the military decided to put, they're like, okay, well, we're gonna show you motherfucker. And they did a military training place like right off like to the side there. So not only were there like multiple soldiers tramping back and forth in, around the area and then the heavy equipment and then the aircraft uh, it kind of got like run down a little bit, which was really sad. And then actually there were a lot of like plane crashes near, near it too, which uh, like, if you think about it, it's like, it's like sad that that happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. It is sad. It, it really is sad. Um, one of the other fun facts I found was they found bo bones in pits right around this area yes. from the Neolithic age. And actually mm -hmm. these were the bones of very elite people. And what is so fantastic about this is that it wasn't just men's bones. Uh -uh. It was also men, women, and children, yeah. right? From all over the world, their bones and cremations were found on this site. So it was very elite people, but there seemed to be an equality between elite men and women, which right, right. I'm all about equality, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. baby. And Hell not yeah. only did they, not only did they find the um, the bones, but they found like um, bits and pieces of cremations, like of 63 yes. people. That's how they figured, like from all this, like tons of cremations that they yes. found, it was like 63 Amazing. people. Yeah, that is spooky number one and then i i liked i read it somewhere where they're like that's some like massive gravestones you know what i mean like if that was used <laughs> yes. as like a cemetery or like a burial spot um yeah yeah, yeah. so and, interesting yeah it's so great so the surface level at stonehenge rises because of earthworms right <laughs> so earthworms right eat the soil Mm -hmm. Then they excrete, right? Mm -hmm. Then because of this process, it creates the soil to be like a mulchy, soft um, situation where then it's rising. So mm -hmm. then the stones are then sinking. So it actually, the surface is rising 20 inches every 100 years. So That's it, you know, nice. in thousands and thousands of years when I'm still around because I take collagen every day, <laughs> <laughs> Stonehenge is going to be gone, right? But it's going to take a long time for that to happen. But I thought yeah. that was just really interesting, right? The circle mm -hmm. of life. And then speaking uh, of, the, of the worms, so Charles Darwin, he was the one that wrote, you know, the, uh, the, the Darwin theory of uh, evolution. man, yeah, evolution. Uh, he actually went there for a specific amount of time and studied just the earthworms because he was obsessed with the earthworms. And then he wrote a big book about just the earthworms. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that was nerd. Would you imagine nerd alert. writing a book nerd about <laughs> earthworms. Mm -hmm. oh, he likes the worms. 
He liked them worms. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so fantastic that a lot of people have this great story in mind that Merlin built this site, yes. right? Mm -hmm. that, that the King Aurelius Ambrosia asked Merlin to build it, that the stones were healing stones and they came from the giant's ring. So it's got like this real folklore yes. story mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. And what was tripping me out, man, is I was kind of talking about, you know, with the kids, Stonehenge. Oh, we're going to be talking about Stonehenge. And my daughter was like, Merlin? Like, who's Merlin? <laughs> and my heart just sank, like, sword yep. in the stone, baby. Come on, man. Yeah. So, I, I love the whole Merlin thing. I love well, isn't that Merlin a, isn't there a, a Disney movie with Merlin in it? Yes, Sword in the Stone. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, so yes. it's, the, it's the dude with the pointy blue hat with the stars on it, right? Love Merlin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I dig his style, man. So, yeah, they have this whole fantastic story about how Merlin used his magic, you know, and making this all come to be in Stonehenge. Right. So I, I really do just dig it. You know, uh, what's really crazy about that, that is, is that people believe that for five to six hundred years yes. they, they really truly believe that he used his magic to move these massive stones um yeah. for five to six hundred years i bet you some people still believe it i do it was merlin yeah um, <laughs> and i just don't think they could fathom like we can't fathom like how the hell did they move these stones and put them in a circle like that i mean there, right. There's a reason why they Merlin believe this. And magic. Yeah, of course. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, also, Absolutely. also, like, now that we have all this, you know, the scientific uh, abilities, they found that through radiocarbon dating, like, these stones, they found out how old they were, firstly, and then they found where they actually came from, which is crazy mm -hmm. bananas, because it's like, no, it's not just a drive away, you know. No. Yeah. It's not like. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll pick some up. I'll just go pick yeah. some up. Like it's the ones fine. that were like two to five tons, those were those ones are like stones. only 16 miles away, right? <laughs> those uh -huh. are only 16. You know, move two tons 16 miles away. Go for it. Maybe the dinosaurs yeah. helped them. But there were two <laughs> different areas. So the sarsens were found in mm -hmm. one direction and the bluestones were found in another direction. And mm -hmm. I have a fun little story to tell about the bluestones. But I wanted to go back to what we were when we were talking about the the whole healing and all that. Yes. Um they said it was like a prehistoric Lourdes. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Lourdes, France before, but it's this like town in France that has this uh, crazy, like um, like a temple. It's like a gold temple. And people go yeah. there to, uh, to, to get, you know, to heal because it's like a healing place. I've because never heard of that. It's a little bit paranormally. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. So there was, mm -hmm. this is in February of 1858, Bernadette. Um, Sabrose, she uh, saw a vision of a woman in white. And, of course, of course, right. she was wearing white. Right. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. <laughs> and after <laughs> after she saw this vision, um, over the next five months, seventeen miracles happened, um, and they claimed that maybe the woman in white was the Virgin Mary that she saw. So they call it the Grotto of the Apparitions, which. Ooh. Um, and, it, and then they call it the town of healing water and miracles. And they say it has spiritual energies. It, um, the, the energy breathes through this small village. And to date, there are 70 confirmed miracles that happened in this town. Now, I don't know what kind of miracles. Um, I didn't get that into it. But um, I thought that was kind of, that's kind of cool. So that's why they think that... Uh, the Stonehenge has almost the same kind of like healing properties. And that's why this place was, was built for that. That is so cool. I had no idea. I love yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I love all of that. Yep. All right. I guess yep. we need to go. I need some I know, miracles. Right? Y'all like need some miracles. Yeah. Come yeah. Road trip. For sure. And flight. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so a Swiss author, Eric von Duncan, Mm -hmm. He expressed in his book, I believe it was like Chariots of the Gods. I'll, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. actually give the correct title. No, that's what it's okay. called. Okay, Chariots of the Gods. He yep. talked about how that this was 
actually a depiction of our solar system, the way that the stones are set up. And he, you know, gave really outside ideas about maybe this being an alien landing pad, right? So right. this is where mm -hmm. we get into the ancient alien I ideas because, you know, like Dre was saying, these stones came from different areas far away. They didn't have the technology or means that we have today, right, to get these things in. So the idea is, is that they had help from ancient mm -hmm. aliens right. to bring them, align them correctly, and that this is actually a place where aliens come, right, that there's some kind of mathematical um, uh, information that we haven't even unlocked, but it's from aliens, right? right. So the, a, a lot goes into this. And something I hadn't heard before, and I loved, is that a crop circle. Oh, yes. Did you guys already know that? Because I, I did not. I didn't know, know that. that either, but they show up all the time around there, which is so crazy. I had no idea. I didn't have so any I'm idea like, either. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of crop circles. I think that they're, first of all, I don't care who's making them. How fun and creative <laughs> are crop circles, right? Well, how so, the fuck? Unless you're hovering over it, like, how do you get it so, I'm an artist. I can't fucking go in some field and fucking do that. And have it so I, perfect I and beautiful like that. It's your mm -hmm. perfection, right? Yeah. And how the do you flatten fucking corn stalks? How, how do you do that? Or wheat? Or I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> I saw a demonstration <laughs> once of somebody <gasps> using a, a tool. It was like a wooden plank with like a mm. rope side to side. And they showed how you like mash, mash down crops, right? The problem with this is the uh, intricacy of space, of the perfection of circles, the percep perfection of every line that's made, right? So sure, there's a way to mash it down, but to make it so perfect, that's mm -hmm. the problem. So, yeah. That's if you think about that, that's actually pretty easy. Um, what are those tools? Oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. The tool that you use to make a perfect circle on paper, what is that called? It has compass. like a pencil Protractor. on one. Protractor. No, Protractor. A, compass. No. a compass. Not a compass. Yeah, a, a, protract like a protractor is, is, a, is a, a protractor. A protractor a is, it is. It's something else, isn't it? Okay, you Girlfriend, guys know what I'm talking about. I'm going to, I'm going to show you up. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm Googling it. It's going to be good. But okay. I don't even point, care if you Beyond the point, you guys, so all you need to do that, to make that perfect circle is like, Stick a freaking pole in a selected spot, tie a rope that's whatever feet around, and make your perfect circle. It's not that hard. And then you the go a little further. The issue is, is, is that they don't find the impression of a pole in it and the, <laughs> the time that it takes, right? Because right. then people would see it happening. Right, right. Yeah. It would take a long time. You would probably see like the beginning, <laughs> right? You would see it. I mean, imagine how long something like that would take. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, you sure. have to, you sure. have to take that into account. So in July of 1996, a taxi driver claims that he saw mm. this crop circle near Stonehenge appear magically <gasps> right he saw it what? actually like happening in real time he saw the symbols forming and this crop circle near Stonehenge it's called the, the Julius set if you look it up these are just perfect circles right yes. within mm -hmm. right around around and around around it's, it's actually really beautiful and that they're saying that there's some mathematical information within this crop circle that has something to do with Stonehenge and that maybe we get to a point you know in our history where we figure out how to use these to then mm. open up a portal mm. right so a lot of people talk about it being a portal that's I'm cool. sure you guys found that too. No, I'm, 
I did not hear about the taxi guy. Yes. I did not hear about no goddamn portal, but hey, I'm <laughs> loving it. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. So some things that I heard about Stonehenge that I thought were kind of a trick is people sometimes think it's an ancient sex symbol resembling a vagina. What? It's a hoo-ha. <laughs> Yeah, of course. No, it's the cooch. It's coochie. The Ew, we can't. <laughs> Who says coochie? Who says booty? Keep it classy. It's a hoo-ha. I do not hear that either. I don't what? Know. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy looking hoo-ha. It is. A hoo-ha it's a little off. supposed to look like. It's a little yeah. off. Yeah. You know what? Someone saw a bad hoo-ha and they thought that's what they all looked like. <laughs> And maybe then, maybe that's what alien hoo haws look like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree, Dre. This is alien yeah. hoo ha made out of stones. <laughs> they said that it represents Mother Earth and that she gave birth to plants and animals, right? Mm. So it's very symbolic. I don't mm. see a hoo ha when I look at it, but mm -mm. you know, no. What are you going to do? Mm. So we talked about it being an ancient burial ground, right? With cremated bone fra fragments, men, women, and children going back to 3000 BC. And, you know, they, they're saying that this all came together because aliens helped them. And we hear that a lot in the stories that we cover, right? That is what yeah. ancient aliens is, is that the way that we skipped uh, in technology and make these like leaps and bounds with information is because of the help of the aliens. That is so nice of them. Yeah. They're givers. They're givers. You know what? There's so many document, the British authorities have so many documented, um, you know, people saying they saw whites, you know, aircraft mm -hmm. hovering over Stonehenge. Um, and it's documented. There's reports left and right in, mm -hmm. you know, in Great Britain that talk about how um, it's the landing pad, like you said. So yeah, I, I totally, I totally, I dig it. I believe it. I, I really dig the idea of it being a place of healing. I'm wondering, you know, with that being tied in with the ancient aliens thing, right? This whole idea of us getting to the point of unlocking this information, right? Mm. Is that then when we get healed by these stones or are they healing now are people going there for those purposes now i don't think so, so I, I slightly heard um really a, a quick tidbit about how it's a healing how the healing properties can be derived from stonehenge and it was mm -hmm. like um if you pour water over the stones and then collect that water and drink it then then mm -hmm. it provides you properties. Go. yeah okay i dig it yeah Mm -hmm. That's what I was really interested cool. in. Is that something, right, that people are doing now? We know that tourists flock, right, right. to mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. place. I just think it's so interesting. Right. So in 1882, Stonehenge was legally protected as a scheduled ancient monument. So it is protected. Right. And in 1986, the, it, it's a World Heritage Site. So this is a place that people really respect. Um, people have excavated and fixed it over time. Also, I can talk about that. It is currently owned by the Crown, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Of mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. They want all the stones. So mm -hmm. I want to talk about the excavation, right? So a lot of people don't know this, but it has been re rebuilt a few times, um, you know, in our history. Th these are very old stones. This is a very old site that there have been times where people have come in to rebuild. So, and uh, um, on his uh, European vacation, um, that dude, uh, what's his name? <laughs> he, he backed his car. Remember, he was uh, traveling, driving through England, and then he, he backed his car into it and knocked them down like like dominoes. What are you Did talking not know about? What is, uh, is this an inquiry? It's a movie. No, it's the movie. You know, like um, uh, <laughs> National Lampoon's European <laughs> Vacation. Oh my God. What's his I name? Like, I forget what his name was. <laughs> I was like, I didn't read about well, this. Like, I didn't hear about this. But his character. I forget what his character's name is. But yeah, oh that's right. God. Don't you guys remember that? Oh my. 
they're like, okay, let's go. And then he, and he has like, they have all their luggage tied to the top and he backs into it and they're like, bum, 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 like in a big circle. I would so do that. Oh, I would so do it. Oh my God. Clark. Clark. Griswold. Clark and Ellen. Griswold. Yeah. Griswold. Oh my God. With Honestly, National Lampoon's Christmas story. I, it's my favorite. If I, didn't, yeah. if I didn't remember that, I think my husband would like be really upset with me. <laughs> He'd be so mad. I don't know her. We don't live together. <laughs> we have to watch that like all the time. The Christmas one or which one? <laughs> like, yeah, the Christmas one for sure. Oh. The, well, the original one. one was made in our hood here. So, hey. Mm -hmm. Hey. Oh, that hey. What was yeah. the, park, the park that they went to? It was Wally um, World, but it Wally was, World. Uh, yeah, but it was our Magic Mountain, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, you guys were like, what, what the fuck? What? I didn't oh, read about this. this. <laughs> Tima, where did you get this information? Oh my God, uh, I tried to talk, like, I, I tried to tell you, like, like, I was going in that direction, and you guys, <laughs> like, totally, like, I thought you were going to be like, what the, and then you were like, huh? What? <laughs> what are you about? Yeah, we're all being serious for once. <laughs> yeah, for once, right? So oh, okay. this this has been excavated several times. Back in 1920, William Holly did it. He excavated six tones at that time. In 1940s, 1950s, it was excavated by Richard Atkinson, Stuart Piggott. I, I would assume it's Piggott, and then John F. Stone, and I love that his last name is Stone. It's just kind of fantastic. Maybe mm -hmm. the Stones were calling him. <laughs> they actually discovered mm -hmm. carved axes and daggers on the Sarsen Stone, so I thought mm -hmm. that was a really cool trip. I just imagine being in a place like that, discovering things that other people haven't discovered, you know, outside the whole ancient aliens thing. History is so fantastic and interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And they were a part of it and they got to see it. And I think that is so cool. You know, these predate the, the pyramids. This is a really unique and special place. I don't know if ancient aliens had anything to do with it. You know, these stones, some of them coming from what, 180 miles away mm -hmm. right yeah. it is such a trip I, back in 2018 they were able to do genetic testing on the cremains on the site and they mm -hmm. found that a lot of the the people came from wales right so they're thinking that these stones were brought from wales maybe by boat right somehow right but then you have have to think about then bringing all of them together in the right formation you know like Dre pointed out with alignment of two yeah. right soul systems mm -hmm. so, yeah. right yes so think about what it would take for them to put all of that together and well, why did people from all over the world come there for their their bodies to get yeah, cremated for sure like, mm -hmm. for sure why how that that's where this is right so um mm -hmm. I think it was on YouTube and I think it was the, the National Geographic channel that put this out and they kind of, um, it was fairly new. It was like in the 2000s where these guys like basically um, figured out how they, uh, by boat, how they brought the stones over and they did everything like they would have. And they, they kind of started with using primitive tools, but then they cheated and they actually just took these huge oak uh, trunks and like made boats out of them and they fucked up man they were trying to move this stone with this ramp thing and all this stuff and oh it was all crazy and I just could not imagine they finally figured out how it was done and everything or how they thought that it could have been done but the work and the time and the people and everything that it took just to move one stone I could not right. imagine how long it took mm -hmm. these people to actually do that. It was so crazy. Right. I mean, without the whole ancient aliens idea or right. the Merlin idea, right. this would have taken mm -hmm. you know, yeah. thousands of years. I just mm -hmm. think it's really interesting. And that's what makes it so interesting because we don't know. And it's a lot of guessing. Right. And scientists have mm -hmm. a lot of theories and ideas. And right. I just dig it that we really don't know. 
there's lots of possibilities. It's a, it's a beautiful site. It would be such a trip to like go and be there and stand there mm -hmm. and, and be at Stonehenge. I, I had no idea about the crop circle situation yeah. being nearby. And that yeah. really makes it go, okay, what is going on here? Right. right? Mm -hmm. What is going on? I, I just dig it, man. I well, really yeah. hope that at some point we, we figure it out yeah. and, and get some answers. Not in our sure. lifetime, probably, but right. you never so, know. Red, I know you're big on like free love and the hippies and you know, all that good yeah. stuff. <laughs> so I'm a total hippie. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So in 1974, they held the first Stonehenge Free Festival. Did you guys hear about this? No, why wasn't I okay. invited? Listen what to this hell? badass. <laughs> listen to this badass story. Okay, listen. Okay. So, um, <laughs> it was an annual thing. So, starting in 1974, it just was this like music festival and all these hippies would come and they would just dance and sing and you know probably do all the drugs and and yeah, have, all the, baby, yeah. have all the sex and all that stuff right so mm -hmm. in 1984 so it went on for 10 years uh tens of thousands of people showed up and they were like okay time out and they banned it so they said no <gasps> more festival okay no! so in 1985 what? yeah so June, this happened in June. So in on June 1st of 1985, they weren't allowed to have the festival, a long convoy of vehicles. So if you could imagine, there's probably like the bugs, the bug vans, like all these cool oh, like cars oh. cruising in this convoy, right? Yes. Uh -huh. And uh, they were just filled with all these festival goers and they were just making their way over to Stonehenge, right? And they were known, uh, these people were known as new age travelers okay now this is fun i want to be one or they their nickname is crusties which is kind of weird but that's a a british thing you know like how chips and twat and yes. all that kind of stuff is like mm -hmm. cigarettes are fags and stuff like that it's, it sounds weird yep. to us as americans but it's perfectly normal in in the uk so the, these mm -hmm. crusties were people that had new age beliefs um and they loved the hippie culture and they would travel from music festivals to fairs, and they would live in these small communities with other people that shared their same beliefs. So these are the people that were like traveling in this convoy. They're like, no, this is our deal. This is our jam. We're going to go. So seven mm -hmm. miles from Stonehenge, there's just a blockade of police officers. And they're like, nope, mm -hmm. sorry, sorry, you can't go. So now there's two sides of the story. The crusty side of the story is the cops pulled them out of their cars and started beating mm. them and arresting them, okay? No. The cops say that they all got out of the car and um, started attacking the police officer. So there's oh, like two, no. sides of, there's two sides of the stories there. Maybe it's a, a mix of both. Maybe both Probably. things happened. Maybe both were naughty and not being very nice with each other <laughs> possibly can you dig man can dig you dig it. but this is the funny thing so they the crusties all fled to a, a nearby bean field which it earned its name the battle of the bean field oh. and two dozen people were hospitalized numerous <gasps> were arrested and um it was the summer solstice fair thing or festival that they had was prohibited until the year 2000 so for that mm. long after this happened there was no festivals there now it's there again so wow. um yeah can you believe that i want to go i am a total hippie i love that you brought this up and thought of me like my dream car is a vw bus right right i used to have a lunchbox that was a vw bus my you still had that my I, I, I did have it up until like a year ago. Oh. And my dog chewed it up. Oh, oh no. Frank. Yeah, I would I would so love it for like a, a, a Christmas present. I love I I you know, when my hubby and I got together, he's very he's a very serious, logical, factual person. And mm -hmm. he would always say, Oh, you're my hippie, right? I'm all about you. No, live in and let live. Right. I am so sad that the crusties got into it with the coppers, man. I know, right? Bummer. Yeah, I know. 
Um, I like that word though, crusties. Yeah, yeah. crusties. <laughs> crusties. <laughs> crusties. Um, Let me tell you, I, I love this. It would be just such a, a fun place to go to someday. Do you guys think that this was built by ancient aliens? But wait, before we go there, I have a couple more fun facts. Because yeah. you know, oh, I, I, I have to, go there. I, I have to oh, tell okay. you. Go ahead. You know, I have to tell you. <laughs> okay, so Stonehenge is like the jam, okay? So the Beatles, Black Sabbath, of course, Ozzy had to have done this, and Spinal Tap, they all included Stonehenge in their music. So they do have songs where the lyrics do include Stonehenge, okay? Um, the first guidebook that was ever published about Stonehenge was in 1823 by a man named Henry Brown. And he said in the book that Stonehenge was one of the few ancient structures that survived Noah's flood, which I thought that was, what? yeah, yeah, bananas, right? Um, 50,000 school children visit this site per year. Of course, those are the little British children. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then um, one to two people are proposed to at Stonehenge every single month. That's Every fun. month? Every month. Wow. Um, in uh, 1906, the first aerial picture was taken of Stonehenge from a military hot air balloon. And it was uh, flown by Lieutenant Philip Henry Sharp of the Royal Engineers Balloon Section, which that was a thing, I guess, back then. I had no idea. This is blowing That's my mind. So proper. <laughs> and then there's birds, you guys. There are like, it's like a bird heaven, okay? So there's these birds that are called mm. rooks, and they're very territorial. Like, they live at Stonehenge. They guard Stonehenge. And when the fucking seagulls want to come and check it out, these rooks just go fucking <laughs> after them. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. And these rooks are so smart. The staff there, the people that volunteer and whatever, they actually feed the rooks. And they can recognize their feeders from a hundred meters away. I don't know how many miles that would wow. be, but they can see, they recognize one of the staff people and they'll go right up to them. They know it's dinner time. Wow. I thought that birds was so crazy. Birds are so smart. Yeah, so crazy. And they're terrifying all at the same time. They, yes. Birds they freak are. me yeah. out, man. Especially if you watched birds. Oh, yes. Okay. Terrifying. Yeah. Yes. I know what's that. I love that mm -hmm. movie so much. That's such a great movie. I watched it like, I know. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get like, like archaeological nerdy with you guys. For cool. a second. Such a nerd I movie. know. I know you guys heard this too. And it, it's really like kind of crazy and a little creepy, but um, you know, so we talk about how did Stonehenge get built, right? And who built it and the why. And there's these, they did find the bones there, right? But Aside from that, archaeologists are not, have not been able to find any evidence of human life. And the, how they do that is actually by like our, what they call rubbish, mm. our trash, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like what, five miles away, there, there's like the Durrington Walls and they can find evidence of people living there and eating there and celebrating there and their food and pots and pans and like whatever. There's the rubbish is, is really like right. located there, but then only five miles beyond where Stonehenge is, there's just no trash. There's nothing, um, no evidence archeologically speaking that there was any kind of like celebration going on or anything like that. And so part of this is um, that they have now called Stonehenge the land of the dead. And oh. alternatively, they've called Durrington Walls the land of the living. And if you look at Durrington Walls, it's super cool. It's actually in a big circular um, pattern as well. And it is like exactly like parallel to Stonehenge. So like if the sunlight lines up directly, you can see that it's super lined wow. up. And then like if you look beyond there with the lining of the sun, it's bam right there. It's like Stonehenge is in it. the same the same like like line of sight. It's, it's all coming together. Cool. Durrington mm -hmm. Walls, Stonehenge, the crop circles. It's happening. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Yep. I love it. Fun facts. I love it. Mm -mm -mm -mm. History. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to share before we make our final decision? Yes. You know I have to talk about ghosts. <laughs> 
oh, you know, favorite. her head almost exploded. She was like, yes. <laughs> uh, can I guess? You should Were have seen like, face. Yes. Were there women in white dresses walking no. around seeing no, no, several no, times? No, no. Okay. Give it to me, girl. Give it. Okay. So this was a bitch to research, you guys. Like every time <laughs> I put ghost Stonehenge, I'd come up with these like things that said, the ghost of Stonehenge. And I'm like, yes, right? No, they're like talking about like, it's like metaphorically the ghost. You know what I mean? Like the people mm -hmm. that used to live there or the, the people that we think that built it or whatever. So it wasn't like the actual spirits that I love. But there were two... Um, YouTube videos that have been posted about a ghost sighting at Stonehenge. Uh, mm. The first one is a really popular one. I'm a, I must have watched this thing like a hundred times and I'm just like, mm. so it's a jumpy camera, you know, it's just somebody's phone or whatever, but you can see like in the background, like just peep, there's visitors there. So there's like people in the background. It's not a very good experiment. If you're going to be like investigating and you're going to go ghost hunting, make sure that there's no one there because this mm -hmm. very well could have been a shot of, of another visitor that was in there. But it's kind of like in between these two stones and then it's kind of like a little black shadow, but not really, eh, okay, whatever. You think it's a ghost, whatever. But there's this other one that I found. It was so hard to find and it was so awesome, you guys. So awesome. I'll have to send you the link. So it's the same thing, you know, jumpy camera, whatever. And it's in the daylight and the person is like, off to the side and there's just like stones like rounded on the left. And then also you hear the camera person go, oh, and oh. you're like, what, what? I didn't see anything happen. And then they like play it over and over again. And then they like go closer and closer. And next to one of these stones coming up out of the grass is a white apparition. Like it's a full on white, cloudy apparition looks like it was kneeling and then it like stands up and then kind Ugh. of fades away but you guys it looks so perfect and i'm just like yes that's what i've been waiting for that's what i was looking for wow it could be some type of trick of photography maybe i don't know but it's so awesome it's it's see-through but it has like an exact shape of a person like you can see the head and the shoulders and it's definitely like pushing itself and standing up it is so crazy i loved it so nuts. after all my research i actually found like a real like ghost ghost of stonehenge and i i dug it man so are okay. these videos captured just by regular tourists mm -hmm. and they just post them randomly on um oh. on youtube but the thing is is there's not that many out there. There's that one I told you about, which is played over and over again on different sites. And then this one random one that I found that was just so awesome. And then there's nothing else. And it's so weird because there's so much history there. So many dead people that were there. I'm sure people must have died on that site, you know, or mm -hmm. whatever. And there's nothing there, which is so crazy. It's, it's interesting. I wonder why maybe investigation shows, right, that you watch haven't done anything there they have ghost adventures did do one okay um, okay it was it, it was like their first season or their second season because um aaron was fat at that time and <laughs> it, if you all follow ghost adventures like for the first two seasons aaron was very chunky and then he decided to go like clean eating i think he became a vegan and he lost all the weight and you know he he looks really hot whatever but but he looked hot when he was chubby too so i'm not saying anything and then nick nick roth was still on the show as well so it was like they did this whole european tour thing um i it was a long time since i saw it i didn't revisit it um i know a couple other shows have done it as well um i, so you, I don't know they can do it right people oh, they can, can go they, and do yes that. yeah they have investigated and they're um Maybe I'll do, just do a little follow-up on, I'll watch those and then I'll do a little follow-up and see what they saw. But um, yeah, yeah, you know. Really interesting. interesting. Yeah. I love yeah. it. All right, final question. Yeah. Was it ancient aliens? 
Uh, who's going to go first? Uh, you want me to go? I'll, I, Red can go first. Me, okay. Ma, myself, oh, and I. Okay. All right. You, you guys know I love aliens. You know uh -huh. it. <laughs> Everyone knows it. I do not think <gasps> of ancient aliens. Really? I don't. Okay. I Why? Think I, I do think that this was something that just took time and that they put into it and that this was like a ritual site. And at that time, that's what they had. And I think that this was completely man-made. It was just mm. uh, a, a labor of love. I, I don't think it has anything to do with ancient aliens. Okay. You want me to go? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I think it, it did, like in the beginning. I'm like, yeah, it has to be. Um, but then I saw that National Geographic on YouTube, and they totally proved it wrong. They totally proved that it could be done. And so that's why I'm like, hmm. Um, and then regarding the, the aliens and the, the UFOs, not the aliens, but the UFOs coming and flying, it's out in the middle of nowhere. So, of course, they're going to visit those sites because they have less of a chance of getting shot down or seen or, you know, whatever. You know, who knows what the aliens are thinking. So, anyways, yeah, I, I agree with you, Red. I, I think it was man-made. All right, Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm always going to side with the science. And once I figured out that it's possible for humans to do this, even mm -hmm. if it's thousands of people, uh -huh. the fact that it took 1500 years to complete and, uh -huh. right. and that, that there was evidence like um, with carbon dating that there were rocks nearby, even though it was like, you know, so many miles away, I still right. think that, like you said, it was a labor of love. And I think that this was more of a like a ritual site. Um, they did mention um, like a beheading was done there. Oh yeah. I think it was more of a religious type of uh, ritual site for them that, that like you said, it's a labor of love. It was something labor that, was, of love. that had to get done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So amazing to me how they could get these like multi-ton rocks up on top of each other the way they did. I don't know if you guys saw a picture of what it would look like complete. It's gorgeous. Yes. I know, yes, right? Beautiful. Yeah, um, I wish we could have seen that, but that that would definitely be a labor of love to be able to see something as as uh, immaculate and beautiful as that. So yeah, sorry, not not alien this time. <laughs> yeah, no alien. I <laughs> I think what is fantastic is that this is such an amazing uh, and beautiful and interesting site, and it should be looked at and, and visited and you know be part of that history, I think it's a really unique thing, you know, in this mm -hmm. world of ours. I would love to go see it someday. I saw, mm -hmm. you know, CrimeCon is going to be in the UK, right, coming up, and it would be fun to go to CrimeCon and also stop and see Stonehenge. So. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? I know. My fingers. I, I really just love looking into things like this. I think our world's amazing. People are amazing history is so interesting and it is like you know how when we did non Model, that was the eighth world wonder and stonehenge is one of the seven world wonders so um it got its name for something it is a wonder it's a it fantastic is. wonder i yeah, love it crazy. i really do mm -hmm. i just dig it um i just wanted to give a shout out i i tagged you guys a show on netflix came out called evil there's the first season is out. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but it's just kind of right up our wheelhouse here with people on the show looking into, you know, paranormal, miracles, things of that nature, right? Well, this is the thing. It's it, it that what you showed is I hope it's the second season. I hope they're they're like like foreshadowing the second season coming on, but it's a a priest, a like a psychiatrist who's the chick and then um uh what's the third person um there's that that oh gosh i totally forgot well, now he, he's he's like a myth buster right 
So if there was like yes. a show, let's say for like ghost adventures, he would come and be like, well, this is how you did this, right. this and this. This is so what caused like, all these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like a computer nerd kind of guy and he can like break into computers and do all this good stuff and whatever. So there's a side yeah. of everything. There's like the science side, there's like the mind and the brain side. And then there's the theological side that the priest is going and they, they see all kinds of weird shit, you guys. There's it's like so exorcists fun. in there. It's so good. I love it. It was such a great show. I love I, it. I hope it's coming out again. I hope there's a second season. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I'm digging it. I haven't finished the whole season yet. I'm almost okay. there. So I really dig it. And then um, my husband and I have been watching old movies. So we watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly from 1966 with Clint Eastwood. And let me just say, oh, man. Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood mm -hmm. is fine. He is so fine. <laughs> yeah. you, you guys. He was giving me Charlie Hunnam vibes, man. Really? He is oh. something else in this movie. Mm -hmm. Every every look, everything he says, I'm just like, oh shit, oh god, I'm <laughs> having so many feelings right now. I'm awakened, Clint. That's so Clint hilarious. <laughs> you know, I think he's a very good-looking old man, but damn, he was fun. Damn, Clint. Mm -hmm. Damn. Hmm. That's yeah, not that's in my fine. wheelhouse. I kind of don't dig the westerns, but I might check it out. Yeah, hey, just for that. <laughs> just for that, baby. Check it out. Um, I also I, saw it, an old movie. I saw a 1974 horror flick called Alice, Sweet Alice, which stars a young Brooke Shields, who is only what? in about 10 minutes of the, the movie in the beginning. But Wait, let me write it down. Alice, Sweet Alice. Alice, Sweet that? Alice. Where did you watch it? Um, on Amazon. Oh, I'm writing it I'm, down. Alice I think it was on Amazon. Alice. Yeah. Um, it's great, you guys. Like, there are so many like sexual harassment windows in this. Like, they could totally get away <laughs> with back in the '70s. I was like, they used to do what the the shit shit There's like a movies. priest like rubbing on the lady, and I'm like, what? No <laughs> priest. You can't do that. No priest. You don't, can't don't, do that. Like up in her face, now? like. Hey, like I'm like no, Ew. but yeah, it, it was really like the the main girl basically did one other movie when she was a teenager, and I think she was probably like 13 in this movie, um, and then she quit. She quit show business, got married, had kids, and she never went back into show business. But this was like one of those like huge movies. Like she could have gone on to be like a major major star, and Brooke Shields, who was like only in like 10 minutes of it. Um, became yeah. a big star so yeah right mm -hmm. wow I'll, I'll check yeah. it out man I love yeah, it I'm, I'm really good. digging <laughs> watching old movies right now cool. I do I'm cool. enjoying that and organizing like a crazy person so yeah, I was it. so proud of like all my organizing I've been you know labeling everything with cute labels and and just redoing everything and my daughter comes in to visit and I'm showing her oh look at what I've been doing and she's like are you okay are you <laughs> having a breakdown? Really? She thought oh. you were having a breakdown? Yeah, she thinks I'm, you know, trying to uh, fill in a void right now. I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's just because, you know, I lost my job. My husband lost his job. My grandpa died. And I don't know what I'm doing with my life. That's probably why she thinks I'm filling it with clear bins and cute labels. So, I mean... <laughs> Maybe I'll you are, but you're being productive. Like yeah. realistically, you're being productive. It's good. Thank Maybe you. I'll hire at, you at least come do that at my house. At least you're not like it. drinking all day and like no. not taking showers and no man. Me. I'm into Except the, the shower, the cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure myself out. I'm having an almost midlife crisis. How about that? Okay. Okay. All right. Almost. All right. Almost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Dre, you have the whittle of the week. Oh, I've got a baby. Yep. Do you have oh, another one, have, too, in case you want to do another do, one? You have another one, too? We have to do yeah. the answer. Okay. We have to do yeah. the answer. Yeah. What's, the what was okay. it again? It was something right. really, like, sexual. <laughs> All right. I can be dirty. I can be clean. I can be delicate. I can be rough. People sometimes shake me or smack me against my own kind. What am I? Is it dirty laundry? Mm -mm. Oh, man. 
I don't know. What One more is. time, Dre. One more time. Okay. I can be dirty. I can be clean. I can be delicate. I can be rough. People sometimes shake me or smack me against my own kind. What am I? I really thought it was dirty laundry too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I thought it was like, you know, like clothes in a washing machine yeah, or something. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm dirty now. Smack me. Yeah, I don't know. Shake my hand. Yeah, girl, get it. It's hands. The answer hands. is hands. It's hands. Yes. Oh. Timo was so disappointed. <laughs> Why? Why? It can be dirty, clean, rough, delicate. Mm hmm What was the other one? People shake me or slap me. They could shake me or smack me against my own kind. Oh, like it's a clap. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. And I want to give mm -hmm. a shout out. We have people that hit us up and give us what they think the answer is, and we love it. Keep it coming. I do. Yeah. All right. I have another one for you, dirty birdies. All right. All right, girl. <laughs> All right. When you blow me, I get bigger. And the tighter you wrap your lips around me, the quicker I enlarge. What am I? Ooh. Oh. For all you perverts at home, let's hear it <laughs> one more time, Dre. When you blow me, I get bigger. And the tighter you wrap your lips around me, the quicker I enlarge. What am I? All right. I think I know what it is. Me too. I think I know what it is too. It's a good one. It, it should be Timo. easy. Timo, okay. it's, cool. not a, it's not a penis. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're embarrassing yourself right Aww. now. Okay. Uh, everyone message us on Facebook and Instagram, check us out on YouTube and Twitter and TikTok and all the fun, fun things that we do. We have, uh, our website podcast, I'm sorry, handcuffsandsagepodcast.com. <laughs> you guys can email us, of course, anytime, handcuffsandsage at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We love the comments. We love interacting with you and just kind of sharing our time and we this has been so nice you know we changed mm -hmm. up our our schedule and so we're not meeting as often so when we meet it it really is so it's nice yeah so what's up mm -hmm. fun fun <laughs> can't wait for next time <laughs> send us your answers for whittle of the week we love hearing from you have a great great week Anyone else? Anything? Anything? Happy October. Happy October. Happy October. Happy yep. Halloween month. Yes. It's going to be fun, you guys. I have some good stuff uh, in the works for Handcuffs and Sage, you guys. Yay! We are doing a raffle. I've been working on raffle prizes and things like that. So I'll mention what you need to do to be part of the raffle. But the basket I'm putting together is going to be really unique and fun uh, with some handcuffs and stage swag, but also like true crime and paranormal swag, you know, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I've been gathering some fun things. I'll take a picture of it when it's all together. And it's just going to be, you know, a fun Halloween thing to do. I just love it. I love this coming year. Ooh, I love it. I do. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Um, are you guys ready? Yep. Just like you, we, we have, have questions. questions. Woo! Woo! We have questions and no answers. No <laughs> answers. I like to think I do, but I don't. Aww. Aww. All right. All right, y'all. Okay. Have a great night. Okay, bye, bye, bye. night. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Handcuffs and Sage is hosted by Red, Timo, and Dre in a shitty guest room in Los Angeles. Theme music is Leave Now by We Are Wasted. Cover art done by Megan Winchester. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Show some love on iTunes. Be a badass and do what you want. Until next time.